let's start off with a funny joke. Now, I know cultures are different, so when you choose a joke, you need to choose the right joke. So this guy, let's call him Okwes, a real Afrikaner guy. White guy, and he can't really speak English. And he was in such a mood for for chicken. And he went to the spa and he couldn't find chicken. And now, all of a sudden, he he forgot how, how to say uh, the word chicken. Because he's an Afrikaner guy. And he was so desperate and he thought to himself, let me go and get a tray of eggs. And then, when he when he got to the, the cashier, he says, listen, I want their mother. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Can't, can't remember the name chicken, but I, I, I want these eggs mother. <laughs> anyway, it's good to laugh. The supernatural life is a, a wonderful life, uh, a powerful life, a life where we are led by the Holy Spirit, a life full of God's blessings. It's also a life full of God's provision. And I want to say it like this. <clears throat> In the first meeting, I, I was telling the people, let's just establish something. It's God's will for all these people to, to be blessed, right? It's God's will for his children to to have enough and have more than enough. If you are a parent here this morning, how many of you really desire that God would bless your family, God would bless your children? It's it's your desire that your 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 kids, come on, would have more than enough. I mean every daddy, every mommy. But yet there are many people criticizing preachers, criticizing pastors. When we talk about blessing, when we talk about prosperity, how many of you would love for me to talk to you this morning about blessing? So just ask your neighbor quickly, do you want to be blessed? Just, just be honest now. So I want to ask a question, why is it that, why is it that people are fighting blessing? Just be honest with me. Why is it that people are fighting prosperity? Don't you believe that God is a, is a good God? How many of you believe that God's a good Father? How many of you really believe that He wants to bless you with the, the desires of your heart? How many of you really believe that God wants you to have a good job? Come on, a good income. Tell your neighbor, it's okay to be blessed. Come on, it's okay to be blessed. So, I want to talk to you about a supernatural provision that's part of the supernatural life. And there's a very profound story in the book of Matthew 17. You can just follow on the board. I think this is phenomenal. And the Bible says, when they had come to Capernaum, those who received the temple tax came to Peter and said, does your teacher not pay the temple tax? And he said, yes. And when he had come into the house, Jesus anticipated him saying, what do you think, Simon? From whom do the kings of the earth take customs or taxes? From their sons or from strangers? 
And then Peter said to him, from strangers. And Jesus said to him, then the sons are free. Nevertheless, lest we offend them, go to the sea, check this out, cast in a hook, and take the fish that comes up first, and when you have opened its mouth, you will find a piece of money. Take that and give it to them for me and you. So the word of God is such a blessing. I read passages over and over and over. This was such a blessing to me, so I thought, let me share this with you. Imagine that God knows exactly what you need. Come on. Imagine that God can order a fish in the ocean to bring money to you. So the Lord Jesus, I mean, is omniscient. He knows everything. He's omnipresent. Think about this. Uh, he knew that, that Simon or Peter, as a fisherman, would love this assignment. He will always speak to you according to who you are. Okay? So now, I thought to myself, this is great. Imagine Simon or Peter was telling all these fishermen buddies about this story. I got a fish and there was money in the mouth of the fish. It would have sounded like a, a fisherman story. Because most fishermen, come on, just be honest, when they say the fish was this big, it was actually this big. And I, it was just the thought that that came, came to my mind. I mean, imagine he would have shared this. Jesus said, I must go to the ocean, catch a fish, and there would be money in the mouth of the fish, and it would be enough for me and him for our taxes. I mean, you talk about this is supernatural. Now, I want to bless you this morning, and I feel that this is a prophetic word even for the season that we are in. Because we are in a season, when it comes to, to the world, a season of lack. Are you with me? Uh, it's, it's, it's tough times. It's a, it's a, let me say this, a dry season when it comes to the economies of the world, when it comes to the worldly systems. But I'm here to just remind you that God is never, listen to me, He doesn't depend on our economy. And I mean, he can even command a fish to bring money so that the taxes could be paid. And I feel led by the Holy Spirit that this is a prophetic word in the season of lack that God will supernaturally provide for his people. Supernaturally. Come on, in a supernatural way. And there's many stories. The Bible is full of stories of God's supernatural provision. And I want to prophesy into your life this morning. Are you ready? Come on, lift your hands and take it and say, this is for me and my family. Come on, you've got you to gotta take it. You've got to be hungry for the word. You've got to be open to God's voice. I want to prophesy to you and say, there's a fish on its way to your house. Wow. 
a fish with money in its mouth? I said, Lord, you do sometimes very strange things. He works sometimes in strange ways. I mean, God can do, listen, exceedingly, abundantly, above all. That's what the Bible says. Above all that we ask or think. Can you say amen? amen? So in a time of lack, listen to this word now. God wants to provide for His people in a supernatural way. And it won't be always in the ways that we think it will be. But God says this morning that as long as we can be obedient, because it's important that we are obedient always in a time of lack, but also in a time of abundance. Here's a great revelation. Sometimes people don't serve God when it goes well with them. Then they forget the Lord. They turn their backs on the Lord. And they, they forget they forgive forget quickly that God has helped them to get a good job and get a good income and then they don't serve the Lord and we see this all the time. So the Lord knows what's going on in your heart and He knows my heart as well and I'm here to tell you that the supernatural life is a life filled with God's supernatural provision as well. My prayer is that God will supernaturally provide for everybody here a good job. Can you say amen? That God will make a way. And, and, and I feel so full of faith. You see, faith is not a feeling. Come on, faith is not a feeling. We, we need to react. We need to obey His word. And I feel that the Lord says, He will sometimes tell you things and it will sound strange to you. Go to the ocean and catch a fish and the first fish that you catch, there will be money in his mouth. What? But, but, but Peter, I mean, he just, he just went. He was obedient. And I feel that the Lord is raising up an obedient people. Come on, say amen. Obedient people, in spite of your circumstances, check this out, in spite of your income this morning, God knows your heart. If you can only obey Him. If He tells you to go and catch a fish, don't reason with the Lord. Just say, Lord, I obey and I will do whatever you tell me. And I, I, I'm here to tell you that God is about to surprise many of us in this season. Say this with me. Even in a time of lack, God will bless us. Let's make it radical. Say abundance. In a time of lack. So for the world, this, this doesn't sound right. Let me tell you now, even financial advisors, and I deal with these people, many of them will tell you, eh, this is not a good time to sow or a good time to give money away, blah, blah, blah. Listen, God works differently. And this story is so profound, and I want you to take it for yourself and for your family. There's a fish. In other words, provision. But this is not normal provision. This is supernatural provision. There's a fish on its way to your life. Come on, there's a fish on its way to your house. Come on, take it. Just be, just be childlike. One word from God can change your life forever. I said, Lord, I take this for me and my family. If you tell me to go and fish, I'm not talking now in the natural. I'm talking 
spiritual wise. I'm talking to be obedient. I'm talking to listen to his voice. That's why we got to be obedient. The Lord says, bring your tithe. So, see, be a good steward. It's all principles in the word of God. He will never do those things on behalf of us. We need to obey. And Peter obeyed, and there his taxes, I mean, were paid, and it was a phenomenal testimony. So I believe that God can do wonderful supernatural things even in a time of lack. And this is why the word is so profound. Because when it only goes well with you, 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 will, you will say, wow, it's, it's wonderful and life is so beautiful. But what about the times when there are lack? What about the difficult times? What about, what about the times where you say, Lord, I've been praying, I've been trusting you. What's happening? And this is the time now that the Lord says, even in a time of lack, in difficult times, that we should trust Him for supernatural provision. And, uh, and this is for all of our people here. Come on, all our friends at Word and Spirit. Supernatural provision is from God, and it's His will, and it's on its way to our lives for those who are obedient. Amen. Get ready for your fish. I'm not talking about that catfish. I'm talking about God's provision. Tell your neighbor, get ready for your fish. Come on, get ready. How many of you, if I would tell you now, before the time, say I call you out and I prophesy to you, and I tell you that this and this and this is going to happen even in the next week or month, would you be happy? So if I give you a prophetic word like this, why don't you react? Why aren't you taking it in faith? In other words, be happy now. That's faith before it happens. In other words, you react even before the fish comes. That's faith. It's easy to react afterwards. Come on. So when you get a prophetic word, this is very important. Listen, yeah. Always react in faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. So it's so easy to say, I will see if it happens. And if it happens, then I'll be happy. See, most people are like that. But God says, I want you to have faith. First believe, and then you will see. Most people say, I want to see, and then I'll believe. So I say to you this morning, as a voice, God says, in a time of lack for my people, listen, I'm bringing you a powerful prophetic word. I'm about to do supernatural things. Come on, I will release even fishes. Come on, I will release even supernatural blessings. I will release, come on, blessings. There's some of you here, God's going to surprise you. Uh, Herke, when I look at you in the spirit, I feel that the Lord says, you've been so faithful and you've been so pure in your heart. And I feel that God says, uh, sometimes... You want to lose heart. And the Lord says, don't lose heart. I'm about to surprise you, you and your family. For you and Amanda, I'm about to bless you. I feel that the Lord says, there's a fish on its way to your house in Jesus' mighty name. So, most people who are filled with unbelief say, no, I don't believe that. You know, that's controversial. Yeah. 
You get even people, they say, this pastor is controversial. Well, thank God that I'm different. I take the word as a child. And when the Lord speaks to me, I say, yes, Lord, I believe you. I believe the word of God. And I believe word and spirit that God will release even fishes. Come on, God will release a blessing to his people who are obedient. You cannot expect a fish if you're not obedient. Okay? So get ready for supernatural provision because it's part of the supernatural life. Say this with me. The supernatural life is a blessed life filled with supernatural provision. And let's trust God for good business, good jobs, good income. Also for our assembly, supernatural provision. Can you say amen? Let's trust God that all our young people will find good jobs in Jesus' name. Let's trust God for good rain. Can you say amen? Let's trust God for new things. Can you say amen? Supernatural provision. Nobody would have thought thought about this. I mean, a fish, go, and the first one will have money in its mouth. I mean, that's Jesus. It's almost like you want to say this word, crazy. You know, it's, this is like crazy. And, and, and it's as if the Lord just smiles when I see in the Spirit and I say, sometimes I do stuff that looks crazy. Wild, big, wonderful things. And uh, let me give you a couple of scriptures here that would bless you. In context of our word this morning, supernatural provision. So, get ready for that fish. Obey. When the Lord speaks to you and says, I want you to bless this, this person with a cake or a bread or milk or groceries or a hundred rand, whatever. That means you go to the ocean and you go and catch fish. That means you obey. In other words, you position yourself for the fish. You position yourself for the money in the mouth of the fish. Are you with me? You position yourself for the provision. Because obedience is the key for the blessing. Please remember that. Yes, God is gracious. Yes, God is good. Yes, God is wonderful. But there's so many promises. Did you know that there's about six to 7,000 promises in the Word of God? But we still need to obey. Okay? Philippians 4.19. Write this down for yourself so that, so that you can pray about this. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of His glory in Christ Jesus. What about that? Say this with me. All my needs. No, 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 no. Say this with, with faith. All my needs. How many of you believe this? How many of you believe that there's a fish for you? Come on, there's, come on, there's provision for you. God is preparing a husband for you. Come on, for you, if you can keep yourself pure, if you can obey Nitschke, if you can wait. 
God is preparing wives. Come on. God is preparing houses. God is preparing cars. God is preparing jobs. God is preparing business. God is preparing whatever you need. And He's working behind the scenes now. You can't even see it. If you obey, He will provide for you supernaturally. I mean, even when we read the story, it's so big, it's like, you feel amazed. No wonder some of the theologians, they don't even believe these stories anymore. Did you know that? Some of them don't believe it because it's too good to be true. Well, that's our God, too good to be true. Hallelujah. And He is true. Can you say amen? His word is true. So He wants to meet all our needs. Okay, 2 Corinthians 8, 9, check this out. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. That's the word of God. That's the word of God. Now you get some people that say, no, this, this talks about our spiritual condition. No, no. One more time. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you, that you through his poverty might become rich. This is not spiritual. Jesus never became spiritually poor. He's God. How could people even say that? This is part of the gospel. It's God's will for you to be blessed of the Spirit. Come on, soul and body. It's God's will for you to live a good, healthy life. Can you say amen? It's God's will for you to be happy and joyful. And, but also enjoy provision. So it's not holy to say, I'm poor and holy. No, you're not holy when you're poor. No, you can't even bless nobody with nothing. No, it's God's will for you to have more than enough. There's a fish on its way to your house. Okay, so get ready, be obedient. Let's trust God. Second Corinthians 9, I like this. In the NIV, remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion. This is, this is powerful. For God loves what? Come on, I want you to shout it out. A cheerful giver. Come on. God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able, listen, and check this out, to bless you abundantly. Is He able to do it? Listen, the Bible says God is able to do what? So some of you think, oh, I mean, you know, bad circumstances. How is it even possible? I tell you what. If you can obey God and serve Him wholeheartedly, in one moment you command a fish. And I'm not talking about only one coin to buy a bread. I'm talking about 
His provision. He command, listen to this, the ocean. He command, in, I mean, He knows everything. Isn't that remarkable? He already know who He wants to use to bless you. Come on, in the next seven days or in the next 30 days. I mean, God can command one person right now and that person will will start thinking about you. And in the next week or two, you will get a phone call. And that person says, I was thinking about you and I have a great job for you. Amen. And there's your fish. But you see, most people are so filled, let me just be honest, with unbelief. It's too good to be true. It never happened to me before. Well, you will never receive if that's your attitude. But if you can rise up and say, praise God, this is the gospel. Jesus came so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. He became poor so that we can become rich. Uh, It's God's will for us also to be blessed financially. But if you fight prosperity, if you fight God's blessings, that's a bad attitude. You'll never be blessed then. Okay? So God can raise up one person. And let me tell you something. When God decides to bless you, listen to a great word, He will always use a person to bless you. He used His men, His servants. He used His anointed ones. He used somebody. He can use one business person to call you and you would be so astonished uh, astonished of this great new opportunity or this salary or whatever the case might be. Trust God for that fish. Come on. Trust Him. Remember this. Whoever sows, let's go again, sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God, yes, the thing, loves a cheerful giver. And God is able. Say this with me. God is able. Say it again. God is Say it again. God is There's Some of you, you say to yourself, how is it possible that I will ever have my own house? It just sounds impossible when you look at your circumstances. And that's why I was reading this phenomenal story, this miraculous story to you, to show you that Jesus can do anything. Have faith in Him. Come on, be in anticipation. Oh, that's a great word. For your fish. I'm not talking about ocean basket. I'm talking about God's provision. I'm not talking about a haikia. I'm talking about God's blessing. Hallelujah. Money in the mouth of a fish. Hmm? So the Bible says God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. That's our God. Come on, He's amazing. And He knows exactly what you need. The supernatural life is also a life full of supernatural provision. 
And He wants the best for us. The Bible says, every good and perfect gift comes from our Heavenly Father. He really, really loves you. He wants you to be well. So the devil is behind this. People who are fighting blessing, fighting prosperity, people who are stingy, people who are disobedient. He's behind that. That's a religious spirit. People who are jealous of others who are blessed. When you see somebody who's blessed, go and give them a compliment and say, wow, I'm so happy for you. Thank God for his blessing in your life. Because whatever you sow, you are about to reap. Don't become jealous because somebody is blessed. Not every person anyway will celebrate your blessing. Don't worry about it. Come on, let's give God the glory. He's a good God. He's a good Father. He wants the best for you. It's His will for you to be happily married. Amen. It's His will for you to be healthy all the days of your life. And in and, and anyway, prosperity is not only money. What does it help you have money, but you are busy dying because of sickness? Prosperity, listen to this great revelation, is far more than just money. Money is part of it. But prosperity is peace, joy, happiness. To live for God, to live for Jesus. To be satisfied, to be content. Your kids who serve the Lord, come on, your family who is healthy. God's provision over your life. That's prosperity. There's many people this morning have a lot of money, but they are depressed. They want to kill themselves. They're full of bitterness and anger. That doesn't sound prosperous to me. So God's will for us is to live a prosperous life. Say this with me. Of the spirit, soul, and body. Tell your neighbor, come on, everybody talk. Say, get ready for your fish. Come on, get ready. Get ready for your fish. Let's close with this. John 10 in the Passion says, A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect. Life in its fullness until you overflow. This blessed me last night, the Passion. Let's read this one more time before we go home. Read this with me. Ready? Read. A thief has only one thing in mind. This is the devil now. He he has only one thing in mind about you. He hates you. He doesn't like you. And yet you get many people, they fall for his lies. He doesn't care about you. So be careful because the devil also speaks through people. Telling you lies. Making all kinds of promises. Ladies, listen to your pastor. Be careful. Don't allow the devil to mislead you and to speak through a man who promised you all these things, but he's lying. He's just after one thing. Open your eyes. I speak as a father to many. 
The thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, destroy. But I, this is Jesus, I have come to give you everything in abundance more than you expect. This is powerful, this version. Life in its fullness until you overflow. That's his will for us. Come on, he's a good God. Say this with me, the abundant life is an overflowing life. Supernatural provision. Supernatural life. Now, let me end by saying this. Not everybody is destined. This is profound what I'm saying now. Not everybody is destined. In other words, it's not God's will for everybody to become a multi-millionaire. Certain people are destined for that, but they have a great responsibility because God bless you to be a blessing. And there's certain people that can carry loads of certain responsibilities, even when it comes to money. Not every person can handle or work with money. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. God will enable, God will give somebody the ability, God will give somebody the ability to... To, to, to carry that responsibility when it comes to money. If you can't work with money, listen to me, you will never have money. Because then it means he can't, he can't, he can't trust you with money. So not everybody is intended or destined to become a billionaire or a multimillionaire. But it's God's will, and this is important for you to understand, God's will for all His people to be blessed. Okay? To be a blessing. Because we only have one life. And then we will give account. Come on, before the great God. The great judge. And you know what? God has given many of you certain talents. Certain gifts. Use it for His glory. Amen. Be a blessing every day. In the first meeting I I told the people... Sometimes God will speak to you. It's like a small little thought. Listen to me. Let me teach you about His voice. And you think it's your own thoughts. No, no. That's the voice of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes He will tell you, listen, just just place this person with the bread or the cake or with McDonald's when you're there in the queue or whatever. If it's in your ability. But just obey. Go to the ocean, Peter. Catch fish. The first one. There will be money. Obey. If he speaks to you, obey. Don't reason with him. Because then you're going to miss your fish. You're going to miss your blessing. You're going to miss the provision. Some of you, you are waiting for something to take place. But God says, I'm waiting for your obedience. He wants to connect you with somebody and that person wants to bless you maybe with a job or with business. Are you with me? God works through people. That's why you've got to look after people. Be careful how you treat people. You get people, they just burn the bridges. And now all of a sudden they hate people. And, you know, write them off. Dear friend, let me tell you now. The day will come where you need to go over that bridge again. Forgive people. Bless them. Let them go. But don't have grudges in your hearts. Don't carry bitterness in your heart. No, forgive quickly. 
Amen? Let me bless you this morning as I pray for everybody. Lift your hands. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this word. We thank you that you are our provider, that you are Jehovah Jireh. And Father, I thank you that you wants to, you, you want to bless us with supernatural provision. And my prayer for everybody is that we will experience your supernatural provision. Lord, I thank you for commanding that fishes. I thank you for commanding that money. I thank you for commanding that blessings, that jobs, that business. Lord, in, in, in your name, Lord Jesus, as your voice, as your anointed one, Lord, as your son, I want to command those fishes now in the name of Jesus. Come on, take it, take it, take it. I want to command those fishes to come in the name of Jesus with that blessing. Lord, uh, we've read that you want to bless us even with more than what we've expected. We are expecting great things, but your word says even more than that. Thank you for supernatural provision. Father, thank you. For, for your precious people this morning. Bless everybody abundantly. That's my prayer. That's my desire for all of our people and friends. That everyone will be blessed of the spirit, soul, and body. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Come on, I want you to rejoice for a moment. I want you to clap for Jesus. Come on, take this word. Make it your own. Come on, by faith, receive it.